Hello and welcome to the Midlife Motorheads Podcast. Listen in as we talk about our automotive adventures in the shop, on the road, and at the track. So climb on in, tighten those belts, and let's go for a ride. We are the Midlife Motorheads. And now, broadcasting from Motorhead Central, somewhere in the Carolinas, it's the hosts of the show, Gene and Trotty. All right, welcome to episode one of the Midlife Motorhead Podcast. Morning, Trotty. What's up, Gene? Not too much. Uh, we got Jay on the line with us again today. Hey, Jay. Hey, Gene. Hey, Trotty. How you guys doing? Very, very well. Jay is our, our indie correspondent. Always good to have Jay on the line. <laughs> Jay, Jay grew up in the in the shadow of the Indianapolis Speedway. I did. I Which hear makes it you sound head. homeless. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> I just I just crawled out of my box. It's okay. It's good to be here. <laughs> it's good to be here. But you have an you have an iPhone, which just that's that's America in, in 2019. Indeed. Having on today's podcast, Trotty and I are going to talk to our friend Jay. We're going to kind of introduce ourselves, talk about why we started the Midlife Motorheads podcast, talk a little bit about our website, give you guys a feel for who we are and, and what we're trying to accomplish. Basically, we're just a couple of guys from the Carolinas that what was like cars and motorsports and things like that. We decided that, you know, if we're watching these shows on television. They're, they're kind of boring, these car shows. It's the same sort of drama, fabricated stuff. We decided, hey... Let's get off the couch. Let's go do something. We went out to the shop and we just started working on things. We also got our feet wet with uh, some track days. And for those of you who have never done a track day, you can just basically take your car or take a race car, take whatever, go to just about any racetrack in the United States, join with a team or a company or whatever, pay your your dues and go out on a track with an instructor and, and just start learning how to drive cars well. And from there, you know, if you just want to learn how to drive cars well, that's fine. These are called driver's educations. They're all over the United States. Uh, if you just want to stay and do that, that's fine. If you want to get to some competition in uh, time trials, which is just cars by themselves on the track, or if you want to go door handle to door handle, you can do that as well. So we've been affiliated with a couple of different organizations. Um, I've done some kart racing in the past. I've done a little bit of autocross, which is something else we can talk about. Uh, with the uh, SCCA, the Sports Car Club of America. Here recently, we've done some time trials and driver's educations with the National Auto Sports Association, so-called NASA. And um, our most recent experience was with Champ Car Racing, which was just a hoot. And if if we can do it, anybody can do it. And we basically started with, Charlie, it was an old police car that you found. Why don't you tell us about the old police car? Yeah, man, I'm... I was just perusing Craigslist one day, and I saw this uh, this old police car for sale. Uh, I kind of wanted a little beater car to drive around in instead of putting so many miles on my pickup truck. Uh, I called a dude up, purchased this car for five hundred bucks, and, and there we start. Right, it's the the five hundred dollar car, old uh, Crown Victoria police car that that we we put about five thousand dollars into safety equipment because you got to do that, guys. Right, if, if yes, yeah, you're, so, you're going to yeah. be out on the track. You gotta do that because anything can happen, right? Yeah, safety and, uh, is a uh, is a is is the key. It really is. And yeah, we pulled a full roll cage in the police car after we stripped it. Uh, what did we get? Like seven hundred pounds out of that car just by stripping the interior? Yeah, at least. And some of the stuff is surprisingly heavy, and some of it is surprisingly light. 
which yes. is kind of interesting. But uh, we got all the weight out of the car we could get out of the car. Had that cage put in, just phenomenal work those guys did putting that roll cage in. And then, you know, we set about meeting all the rules of, of Champ Car. If at this point in the podcast you're thinking, well, these guys are crazy, now we're going to take crazy. <laughs> We went and did the 24-hour race at Virginia International Raceway, VIR, and it was, for a lot of us, our first race. And for one person in particular on our team, and that was Jay. Jay, that was your first race, wasn't it? It was, and it was actually the second time that I had uh, sat in that car. So uh, it was uh, a great experience. Had to change my suit a couple of times, uh, out of nerves, but remember that, um, <laughs> It, it was, I uh, really had a great time and uh, learned a lot too. What's incredible about the, the whole organization is it's just guys like us. And yes, there are teams there that are, I'm going to call, call them semi-pro, but most of the, you know, the guys out there are just like us. You can just take pretty much any car that you want to put the required safety equipment in it and go race it. That's what's really, really cool about it. It's really grassroots racing at, at its its best. And you know, in the past, if if you wanted to just go racing, you know, you'd have to go to maybe a short track. And a lot of people don't like the short track uh, oval racing because they feel it's just like, you know, turning left all night long. And that's it's a lot more complicated than that. I've always been one to want to go left and right turns. So road racing has always been sort of something I liked. But, Jay, before you uh, before you got mixed up with the two of us. What was what was your your experience in racing or driving fast or or whatever? What what, yeah. what are your credentials there, Jay? Yeah, what what got you to this point in life? Well, you know, uh, I've always been fascinated with uh, racing. I grew up in Indianapolis, so the Indianapolis 500 was you know something I was very familiar with. Uh, but I had zero uh, racing experience other than uh, having a go kart when I was five years old. That that was about. Uh, the extent of my experience, and I got hooked up with uh, Gene and Trotty, uh, two great guys, and, you know, uh, I just got off the couch and um, decided, hey, I wanted to do this, and I uh, went to Road Atlanta and uh, paid some fees and got some good track time in with a good instructor, and um, and then uh, a few weeks later, I was on VIR uh, racing against about 99 other cars, so it uh, can be done. Um Definitely not the best. They definitely got a long way to go, but uh, having a great time uh, and hanging out with some great guys. It was probably the most fun I've had in a, a very long time. And, you know, the, the car was ready on time, which, uh, you know, we, we had a little thrash there at the end. And, and maybe that would have been the drama if we did have our own TV show, uh, getting the car all set up. But, you know, we got to the track. We went through tech inspection, the scrutineers, because our car was was new to them and we were new to to uh, champ car and you know they basically didn't know anything about us except for what we wrote down on paper as our credentials they went over that car with a fine-tooth comb it, it, it went through tech on the first try which was just um, you know made us happy the next day at noon we rolled off with uh, I think it was 97 entries so that was a um, big group of guys on on uh, at VIR we did pretty well for ourselves uh, kept the car clean for most part you know that I'll, I'll I'll fast forward to the end. We we got to almost a 17-hour mark out of the 24 hours, and, and uh, we had a little problem with the car. 
with the computer, but uh, everything else held up well. Great experience. Uh, I'd recommend it for anybody. And, you know, if we can do it, anybody can do it. It's a little blood, sweat, and tears, a little fussing from the wives, you know, being in the shop. I, overall, um, Gene and I, we built that car. I mean, it was spread out over several months, but if you actually take the actual time working on the car, it was what, three weekends, maybe? Yeah. We started, when did you buy the car? In April? Yes. And and we ran in August, right? We ran the race in August, but we actually went to Atlanta. In July. In July. And that's right, to do July. a little testing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it wasn't hard to do at all. So And, and it, was, it was a blast. I loved it. Loved it. Jay, Jay, my hat's off to you because you climbed in essentially a race car. Because, I mean, it, 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 call it what it is. It's a race car, right? Yes. And you climbed in that car at Road Atlanta. And and not many people have done that. Like, you know, your first shot is I drove in Road Atlanta. That's like landing on the moon and jumping in the lunar rover, never <laughs> having been in a car at all. I mean, it's just, it was a phenomenal accomplishment. So Absolutely. Was- Especially Road Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's been classified as one of the fastest road courses in the whole country. Well, it's definitely premier. I mean, people talk about getting their career to the point where they can run Road Atlanta. <laughs> Jay gets off a plane and jumps in a car and drives Road Atlanta. It's, <laughs> it, was, it was hysterical. That's the champ car. We've got one more race in that car, I think, right? So we're, we're prepping it for Daytona. We're going to go to Daytona this April and run with the champ guys again. we got to get all signed up for that. But we got another team on board. Not a 24-hour race. We're going to run, what, is it 14 hours? It's a 14-hour race, yes. So we have uh, seven drivers on board. Uh, We'll run two hours, approximately two hours apiece. We'll do driver swap and fuel at the same time. So I believe we can stop seven times and and make it to the end. I think it's a great experience. And to go to Daytona, to a track that has so much history behind it, that's what it is for me. Competition is great. Um, It's fun driving a car. But to go to such a historical track is is just an incredible opportunity. Yep. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I, I think that's probably another thing that, that we're doing here as, as the midlife motorheads is we're, we're trying to have those experiences that we thought about as, as kids. And, and now it's within reach, right? Folks like Champ and NASA and, and some other organizations like that put put these experiences within reach. We're going to have some fun with it. Absolutely. Well, Gene, you know, Jay gave us a little background of, of how he got to this point. What about yourself? How did you get, you know, to be such a uh, a car lover? You know, it's just one of those things where I was always around cars as a kid. Just uh, really enjoyed them. Growing up, uh, I was in one of those neighborhoods where. I was, I was kind of too old to hang around with one group of kids and I was too young to hang around with the other group. And I decided that I wanted to hang around with the older kids and, and all those guys were definitely in the cars. You know, I, I knew a little bit about cars. I knew, I knew sometimes maybe more than they knew about their own cars just because enjoyed them so much. Kind of started with that, hanging around with those guys, did a little bit of drag racing on the street, which is something I wouldn't recommend, you know, get with a good driving instructing organization like NASA and, uh, you know, start that way if you're going to do that. Did a little bit of autocrossing after college. Built a couple of cars to do that. Really minor stuff. Now, I was never a guy to, you know, chase the plastic trophy. I didn't care at the end of the year what, what kind of points and those kinds of things. You know, it was kind of a casual approach to things. I just wanted to be out there and have the experience. My son and I raced go-karts for a while. And again, it was kind of a casual, let's just go out and do this and have a little bit of fun. 
Um, moved from go-karts back into track cars. Built a, a 944 car just for track duty. Did that for a while. Started my driving instructing with NASA. And gosh, Trotty, I probably did that in my 40s. You know, so a late starter in, in getting kind of serious about it. Wanted to learn how to drive better. Built the car just for track duty. Did that for a while. Did some time trials with NASA. Took some time off from it and um, started building an, another car for track duty. We'll talk about the 968 Turbo Project. It kind of morphed into something different. But then want to go back and find sort of that beater car. And that's when you and I found the... Actually, you bought the police car as a commuter car, and I, I talked you into taking it to the track. So we, uh, yes, you did. We did that. It's the five hundred dollar car with five thousand dollars worth of safety equipment, but it's been uh, just a hoot. That's uh, kind of where we are today. We're gonna talk maybe in another podcast about another exciting project that we've got that the three of us are gonna share in, and uh, a little more of that bucket list. Let's go to some different tracks kind of project. Maybe the, the listeners here can follow along, not only on the podcast, but but can uh, join us on our website and, and keep up with, with what we'll call at this point the Caddy Project. That's right. Yeah, Our website is midlifemotorheads.com. We are also on Facebook and Instagram, so we encourage all the listeners to, to check it out. We will be posting videos and blogs and pictures you know, of, of the different projects uh, as we proceed. Trotty, this is all about, you know, just proving to people, if we can do it, you can do it. Absolutely. And watching the, the, the TV show where, oh, we got to get the car ready for the customer and the part didn't come in and the part wasn't right. And, you know, Buff and Billy are in the back room arguing over the paint gun. You know, it, that's ridiculous nonsense. <laughs> so if we can get away from that and just talk about, hey, Here's what we did. Here's the fun we're having. And uh, come join us. I mean, the, the thing that I'm looking forward to is when, uh, you know, somebody who's following us, a listener or whatever, walks up to us in, in the pits one day and says, hey, man, I've been following you guys and look at my car. I'm here doing it, too. That's for what this is all about, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I started late myself. I mean, I attribute a lot of my, I guess, mechanical ability to my father. I mean, he taught me pretty much everything. He was a big do-it-yourselfer guy. You know, we've rebuilt several motors, you know, as I was a teenager. Actually, in high school, I raced with a good friend of mine on the dirt tracks here in South Carolina. And it, it was a lot of fun. But, you know, you're 18, 19, you're kind of more into the girls and the cars. And I got married, started a family. And it was a couple of years ago that you were doing a few projects, kind of got me interested back into the car thing. And you kept calling me, man, come do a track day, come do a track day, come do a track day. And I didn't want to spend the $300, you know, to go run the racetrack. And I was like, man, I don't want to spend $300. I'm not really a speed freak anyways, but Gene, I got to thank you because that was the greatest experience. And yeah, you hooked me. I would concur with that too, Charlie, because Gene is the guy that really got me going too. We, um, he, you know, he called me up and, and said, Hey, you know, why don't, let's do the Richard Petty driving experience. So, uh, he talked me into coming down to our motor speedway and, uh, we spent a day there going around the track. And, uh, it was for, that was actually the first time I was in the race car by myself when 155 and Gene goes, if you can do that, you can, you can do these, uh, racetracks. So he kept on me. And I remember that phone call, Gene, you're like, 
hey, Trotty and I are going to do this. What do you think? And I'm like, oh, that's that's good, man. Good for you. And then he kept talking about it. He goes, what do you think? And I'm like, man, are you asking me to be on the team? He's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, well, I've never raced a car in my life, you know. And Gene's a good salesman that got me going in it. And uh, I, I became hooked. I became hooked after that Richard Petty experience and knowing that I could drive a car, you know, after a few hours in the classroom um over 150 miles an hour that uh, that's what did it for me jay i have forgotten about the richard petty experience that was a lot of fun and i've, I've done it because i live here locally near charlotte motor speedway i've done it several times with with customers and, and friends and uh i know you want to do it because of of your sort of childhood uh you know following uh, race cars and everything and you you climbed in that car and i thought here we go. <laughs> and, you know, what was what was great about it was I, I think you just sort of like let yourself go and said, well, I'm going to do this. And you, you you paid attention in the instruction that they gave you. They, they had a couple of different clusters of classroom sessions with us and, and put us out there. And when you were out there, you were, uh, you were doing really well. And I remember your expectations were not to get into the 155 club, but, but, uh, to certainly, you know, uh, go out there and see what you could do. And you did it, man. You, you did a really good job. And, and then, you know, another experience that anybody's listening, that's, that's something that happens at a lot of these big tracks. It, there's Richard Petty and there's a couple other organizations. I think Mario Andretti's name is associated with one and you can go stock cars, open wheel cars for not that much money you can have a really good experience and see what it's really like to be in a car and listen to the radio, people talk to you on the radio and, you know, drive uh, at, at speeds that would get you put in jail if you were doing it on the street. And it's, <laughs> it's a safe environment. Again, something else that uh, kind of led up to all of this, but now we're getting a little more, uh, I guess, I don't want to say sophisticated, but a little more organized when, when we're dealing with the guys at, at Champ Car and, and places like that. So certainly uh, I'd, I'd recommend the Richard Petty thing, the NASA experiences, and, and the, uh, the Champ Car. That's right. A lot of the organizations, uh, NASA, I think Chin Motorsports, um, Jayzilla, there's several organizations that, that the folks can look up. Um, and I believe, I'm not mistaken, you can actually rent cars. You don't have to use your personal car. But what's <laughs> cool about it is, you know, say if you have a Mustang or a Camaro or... You know, even, you know, a, a foreign car. It doesn't matter. I've seen minivans out there on the track. And it's not just going out there to to get the sensation of speed. You're, you're learning to drive the car with instructors that have been driving for many years. And you will learn the limits of the car, which helps you tremendously in your day-to-day -day driving. Yep. There's, there's no doubt about that. So I highly encourage anybody listening to... If you've been thinking about it, quit thinking about it. Go do it. Yep. You won't absolutely. regret it. Well, I think uh, I think that kind of wraps up today, doesn't it? Um, this has been a good conversation. Future topics are going to be uh, the prep for Daytona. We'll talk a little bit more about that. I mentioned I live near Charlotte Motor Speedway. I'm actually in Mooresville, North Carolina, which is Race City, USA. We'll talk a little bit about some of the folks that I've gotten to know here in town, and maybe we'll have a couple of guests on. We've got to follow along with, with Jay's project. Jay's going to join us 
in, in our new project we're calling the Caddy Project. We'll have Jay talk a little bit about investment in uh, some some rolling stock and, and how that all came to be. And, and again, it's good, clean, cheap, fun, and uh, a good way to, to get started. So Jay, I appreciate you joining us today. Hopefully you'll be back on, on other podcasts with us. Trotty, I think this is a good start and uh, I appreciate uh, you getting us together on this podcast. And um, Absolutely. Say so long for more stuff. Thanks, Jay. All right. Thanks, Trotty. And thank you too. We'll be talking soon.